Hello and welcome to another fine, fine edition of the recordings of a fangirl. Hashtag sarcasm on this lovely Friday, the 4th of March, 2022. All right, well, we've made it this far. We got rid of January and February. We are now officially heading towards spring. Let's all think positive vibes, y'all. No more snow wherever you are. <laughs> no more ice, no more colds. Let's all think spring. Happy days are ahead. Um, well, especially happy days are ahead if you enjoy watching football and you enjoy hockey and basketball. March Madness will be happening very soon. Who loves March Madness? I know I do. I have, I run my own um, March Madness League pool, whatever you want to call it. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Sorry about baseball for all you baseball lovers, but baseball has made me hate baseball. I now officially hate baseball. I think the players are assholes for wanting to be paid millions and trillions of dollars. And I think the owners are even bigger assholes. And I think um, the commissioner is full of shit. Um, so that's basically where I stand with that. You know, if you listen to the Sassy Show, which was presented by Rockland World Radio on Wednesday, you heard what I wanted to say to Major League Baseball, which was basically shove it up your ass and don't bother coming back. You know, I, I have what's called, we have like this, they're not a minor league team here in Rockland County, but they they have like their, their, in a, their own league called the Rockland Boulders. So I, um, I love them. I told you how much it costs to actually go to that game compared to going to a Yankee game or a Mets game here in New York. And I have my nephew who plays in the league. So, you know, ah, yeah. and I have high school baseball. I'll, I'll go watch high school baseball games. Those will be fun and exciting to watch. And there's college baseball to watch too. Um, you know, the, the players who actually care about the game and love the game they play. It's not, I don't know why athletes have to make everything about money. Money, 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 money. What about when you were like nine years old and you and you got your first base hit in a little league game? Or you pitched a great game at, at 10 years old? Don't you remember those times? Like, go back to the times when you loved playing that sport, that brought you to that sport, that gave you a chance to now make all this money. Which, by the way, when you die, you can't take the money with you. Like, do you want to be known as a guy who created the strike because you're greedy and fucking selfish in a time where people are trying to fucking find work, feed their families, getting over the COVID um, pandemic? Even in during COVID, by the way, baseball players were fucking selfish not thinking about anybody but themselves. The players and the owners, they're both at fault. No one here is not at fault. Both of you fucking suck. So I don't care if baseball ever gets played again. That's how I feel. I'm done. I'm done with you. I, good luck to the Yankees. I love you guys. Good luck. But you know what? I don't care. So in other news, <laughs> I mean, I can, I can ramble on and on about baseball, but... I will not. In other news, um, I just have a couple messages for some NFL football players that are posting fucking shit on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, 
here's here's my here's my cry um, to beckon number one. So the Jets fans are bothering him, big ticket. Okay, they're bothering him. They're attacking him on Instagram. They're attacking him on Twitter, telling everybody that he's a bust. Right? He's a bust. He's lazy. He's fat. He's this. He's that. And I wrote this tweet to Big Ticket. I'm going to tell you what I said. You don't see it. I said, I'm not surprised some Jets fans are attacking you. They wouldn't know real talk if it slapped them in the face. The irony, though, same fans trashing you today will be on your bandwagon tomorrow. Stop paying attention to negativity. Focus on the positive. Hashtag, you got this. Like, Here's the thing. Why the fuck are you paying attention to the fan base who are trolling you? The negative trolls, the bullies. That's what they are. They're, they're, they're social media bullies. Okay. Why would you give a shit as to what they think of you? I, I don't I don't understand why you would want this is the whole thing with social media and, and you and your athletes. Stop giving these dumb assholes attention. This is what they want. They want you to pay attention to them. So what does Big Ticket do? He retweets some of their nasty tweets. Um, um, dum, bum, 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 bum. I'm just going to tell you. Dum, bum. Um, did he get rid of him? Oh, maybe he deleted it now. Oh, someone said to him, you weigh 700 pounds. And then he responded to them, and I bet you still couldn't get past me. Um, another one. Um, another one says, he looks very out of shape, LOL. And then he goes, oh, you want to come do a, to a workout too? Um, saw you like a tweet saying the Jets fan base is terrible. At least we're able to show up on most Sundays. <laughs> oh, God. And then he goes, never said all fans, only the ones like you. Why are you paying attention to them? Now, I will say he did retweet a good one. He retweeted, a, oh, this is his post. To somebody, he said, "Yup, no offense to the big man, but he's basically baby age. Only played a year in which he he mauled. Giving him up is trash. He just got started. So, okay, but stop. Why do you care what these people say? I I just don't understand anybody that wants to follow this stupid shit." People are going to talk. Look at all the fucking hate I got last year. Do you think I gave a shit? No. I used that hate. See, they were they were they were gasoline to my fire. Just use it as gasoline to your fire, honey. Don't give a shit what they say. It's crazy. But this is what's happening. Um I said, why are you paying attention to the troll? Stop. And then um, a 
of course, then we have people thinking that Allen Robinson is going to come here and be our wide receiver. Um, and I said that this to this guy. I said, wasn't it said last year that guys like Allen were dying to play for coaches like Solly? Uh, yeah, Robert Solly. Too bad he was lying and fans bought it. You don't want to come here? Please. Um, and then um, on the Panther side, um, excuse me if I do not say your last name correctly, Reddick, number 43. He, he got pissed off at people who, he said this in a tweet, stop saying I struggled against the run last year. You all take BS info and put it in articles. Go check the stats. Do your, go do your research. So this is what basically I told him. I said, sweetie, I hate to break this to you, but no one does real journalism anymore because of Twitter. You know, the app you're using now? I thought you players ignored all the noise. Guess not. Guess not. And so here's a hint. Anytime you see a player in an interview go, oh, we ignore all the noise. We don't listen to outside noise. We just focus on what's in this building. They're fucking lying to your face. You know that they hear the noise because look at this. It bothers them. This bothers them. Why should it bother you people? Let me tell you. Let me tell you guys who are so fucking sensitive to this shit. If you don't have haters, then you're doing something wrong. That's what that means. If you don't have haters, then you're doing something wrong. If you have haters, clap, clap for yourself. I'll clap right now. That means, you know what? You're doing something that's bothering the hell out of somebody else. Keep doing it. Keep doing what you're doing. Worry about you. Don't worry about what they're saying. Ignore the haters. But can, for the love of God, can you stop focusing on them? I never see tweets from you athletes out here supporting the people who are supporting you. Saying thank you. Thank you for your support. It means a lot. You can't say that shit. Or you can't just like a tweet. Or you can't like an Instagram post or an Instagram comment. No, 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 no. We have to act like an asshole. I get it. I get it. The love of everything, though. Stop. Okay. So I'm going to talk about what I wrote in my blog posts. If you have not read them yet, I suggest you read them. So I have one called Standards versus Fantasy. It's aimed at the NFL players, by the way. Because they're the ones, <laughs> they're the ones who need to hear this. Okay. So when it comes to dating and relationships, why are women ruled by standards while the men are ruled by fantasy? Whenever you are online, whether it be a dating app or social media, all you see are women with memes, quotes or posts that claim that they're looking for a specific type of guy that is loyal, caring, compassionate, and so forth. While on the other side of the coin, you see men gawking over how hot a woman is or how hot a woman needs to be. She needs big tits, a booty like J-Lo, and curves like the next top model. Why are women excused of having accused? Now, why are women accused of having high standards when it seems as if the men out there have superficial? Um, accused, ex oh my God, um, I spelled the word wrong. <laughs> Just letting you know that now I found it. Um, 
Okay, thank you. So that's where the word accused. Excuse, I put the word excused. This is the whole thing. Sometimes we just have to update everything. Okay, well, writing about relationships for about over 15 years, I literally have seen it all. Well, that was until Instagram was born. And now you can see guys, particularly NFL athletes, do not know the difference between a private relationship where people know you are together, they just don't know your business. Instead, it's a secret relationship where they never talk about who they're with, letting other girls slash women think they have a chance with them, hoping the next hottie slides into their DMs. Regular guys that want to follow suit, yes, model this behavior, have entered the conversation. Thank you, NFL players, for this fucking shit that you pull on Instagram. It's my life. Oh, half the people don't need to know what I'm up to. Oh, all the excuses. No one needs to know what I'm doing in private. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Because <laughs> I'm going to be fucking as many girls as fucking possible. And you don't need to know that, right, Stefan Diggs? We don't need to know that you have two women in the same hotel in different rooms. You go into one room and fucking her, and then you're going to the other room and fucking the other one. No, we don't need to know you're acting like little boys. No. But yet you're dating somebody. So if you're fucking dating somebody, put that shit out there. All you need to do is tell people I am with her because I'm telling you, guys who are proud of their woman go above and beyond to let all the other guys know she's taken. Okay. I'm not kidding. It's just crazy enough to see that this is exactly what the behavior is. I'm going to say, where am I? <laughs> no, okay. You know, because it just gets me, it gets me crazy that guys don't understand this. And in general, um, what about everything? Okay, Um. anyway, regular guys that want to follow this, okay. So there's a saying, behind every successful man, there's a strong woman that helped him get there. So, and then I wrote something else about that. You can go on the blog post and read it. And then I asked this question, do men in general, not just NFL athletes, only want the arm candy and to sleep with as many girls as humanly possible? Or do these guys realize the power of having a strong woman? Or are they seriously intimidated by one? Part two. Part two, here we come. Strong woman, weak man. That's why I titled it. Because think about this. Weak boys play these little love games that you're all playing, and then you try to sleep with as many as possible. Oh, yay. Yay, STDs. So exciting. Like, get, let's get the confetti for that. Spread STDs like wildfire. Woo. So exciting because you've got to sleep with 500 women, right? God fucking forbid you only sleep with a couple that you really, truly love now i'm not saying that like fooling around is wrong no but there are ways of fooling around that you can fool around with as many women as possible without having to let me just say throw a touchdown or hit a home run or score a goal hello perhaps you need my book hello love where's cupid the second edition because i give you all those ideas on that book babe all right 
So as I left off in the last post, do these guys realize the power of having a strong woman or are they seriously intimidated by one? So here's the whole thing. Most strong women are confident and exclude a masculine energy. It seeps out of, out of a strong woman. She can be spotted in a crowd and recognized as being strong. Usually, they're on top of their game. They run a tight, effective ship. ship. Strong women do not tolerate the attempts to silence their energy or quiet their spirit. There is a tremendous amount of pressure to step up and lead in the same strength and manner of a success of success as a strong woman. Not some men are not up all to the task. When a man means a strong, independent woman who is smart, can handle herself, makes good money, and makes herself happy, then the man will feel that he is not needed in the relationship, which is wrong. But what a man refuses to understand is that a woman may not need a man, but surely wants a man. And that is simply wanted and that is to simply want a man to love and to be loved by some men feel incompetent near a strong woman on the other hand while men would find the alpha female attractive he would really open up to a woman who is not scared of exposing her vulnerability side so the truth though that is interesting is that men or better yet boys don't want to be with a strong woman because she won't put up with his bullshit he wants a woman who will allow him to get away with his toxic behavior. Hello, which is the behavior of most of them. Toxic, narcissistic, it's all about me type attitude. See, that's a turn off, y'all. If you're trying to court a, court a girl or with courtship, you don't want to come off like a toxic asshole. Um... You know, I find being vulnerable quite attractive among men. And I find it very exciting that a man wants to be able to open up to me and knows that he can come to me and talk to me about things and we can have an open and honest relationship. That's what you truly want at the end. You don't want only the, all the other baloney. So here's my ending of my of this blog post. If you're open to a lifelong relationship with an independent, strong woman, we make passionate, fascinating, and confounding partners that keep things fun. But we're not for the weak of heart. I was trying to look up what that quote was that I had written somewhere, but I kind of don't know where I put it. It's, it's basically what I'm saying is that if you're, a, if you're an NFL player, first of all, put it out there. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Put it out there that you're with somebody, right? Don't um, be proud of who you're with. I don't understand why most of you are afraid of that. Are you not, af are you not proud of who you're with? Here we are, okay. Um, this is, oh, this is about the dating sites. If you didn't know this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna literally tell you something about them. So, as I mentioned before, many NFL players I mentioned are use Tinder and other dating apps to meet up their hookup for the night. Um, it's now important for me to mention that not every NFL player does this. Oh, God. But I ain't talking to those guys here. I'm talking about the guys that treat women as if they're sex objects, then complain on social media that they're gold diggers when they create the bandwagon themselves. Some, ah, here's the idea. Some NFL players have created this image of this ideal woman. So when regular women 
Wrangler, are wonderful, real women for short, they reject them. That way they never have to settle down and then everyone can still feel sorry for poor, lonely little you. And they have no idea just what bad position they end up putting themselves in when they A, use a dating app for a one-night stand, or B, when they buy a girl their attention. As you will say, online dating isn't what it is anymore. Blah, blah, blah. STDs are up 75%, 75% in sex offenders use dating sites as, a, as a, at an all-time high. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Dun, ba, bum, ba, bum, ba, bum. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, I'm just going to keep going. Um, a study found that positive personality traits actually increase perceived fail. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Forget that. I want to tell you how the sites work. And then I will go back into, okay, here's how the apps actually work. eHarmony. eHarmony's system is flawed because it relies on conclusions from married couples and the fundamental premise that similar people will be happy together in long term. But married couples often project similarities onto one another and adopt similar interests over time. So those are the result of relationship rather than what inspires them in the first place. As for Match.com and other dating apps, they gather information like hobbies and interests the same way that Netflix does. They do not gather information that's related to what will make a user happy in a relationship. Tinder and Hinge work differently, especially Tinder using the ELO rating system, which is the same method used to calculate the skill lever of chess players. You rose in the ranks based on how many people swiped right, but that was weighed based on who the swiper was. The more right swipes the person had, the more their right swipe on you meant for your score. Finally, when there was enough people on Tinder and Hinge, the um, artificial intelligence basically found ways of the user to select as many of the same profiles as other users, which meant they're recycling people. That's all they do. They recycle people. You see the same person in your in your um are you are you attracted to this person, whatever the question is, in your cycle. They they've just that's the same people over and over again. This means that people may unknowingly skip over potential mates for the wrong reasons. The person you, you see on paper doesn't translate nearly neatly to a real live human being. And there's no predicting or accounting for the chemistry you might feel with the person whose online profile was the opposite of what you thought you wanted. Offline, that kind of attraction would spark organically. Now, we take a look at Instagram in here and I tell you exactly how that is. But like I said, a man is always gonna be proud of who his, who his woman is. And he is not gonna be ashamed to tell people this is who I'm with and vice versa. A woman will not, will be so proud of her man. She will be talking about her man. She'll be posting about her man. She will go to the rooftops and claim that she loves her man. Same thing. If you are dating somebody, everybody needs to know who you're dating with and who you're with. You can't keep that a secret. It has nothing to do with your private life. Like I've said time and time again, I'm going to say it again. A private relationship means nobody knows your business, but everybody knows you're together. Don't get it confused. We will go into this with another post. And I'm actually going to tell you what I'm posting. So did you know that Target sells vibrators?
Yes, you heard me correctly. Target sells vibrators. We'll read my, you can read my, um, you can read my um, blog post about it. I blogged about it on Thursday. If you didn't see it, go get it. The link is on my Twitter feed, which is AxiX. The link is on my Facebook page, which is, I have no idea. Not my personal page. It's on my business page. I have a couple business pages. Let me see. What, I have no idea what I called it now. Because I've changed the names of my Facebook pages like all the time. Um, well, I think it's just under Stephanie Dolce. So let me see. Um, let me just look at it because it's important to know what the page name is. Oh, Sassy Stephanie's Corner. Okay, so that's my, um, that is my Facebook page. Or you can go on my Instagram page, Sassy Girl PR7, and you can read it there. Um, yeah, so I had a, I took a photo. So the photo that you're going to look for is the photo of the, the sweatshirt. They have the sweatshirt. Lucky. I thought that was very apropos. But you know, for St. Patty's Day, and next to I put the vibrator. I will talk about this obviously next Friday. So I'm gonna I posted about it. I'm gonna post about it again. I'll have two different blog posts about this, and then I will have, and then I'll, I will talk about this next week. But you can go and see the post. It's crazy. This is crazy. It's crazy. The link will be in um my Instagram, but I don't know if I'm going to keep the link there or not for that long. Because I got other, I have other links that I want people to click. So it's like, do I want to put it in there? Do I want to just put it? Okay. Like, because I want people to then listen to my podcast. I got to put the link there. So if you don't see the link on the Instagram, because usually I switch that up like a lot, um, then definitely go to Twitter and I will have it on Twitter. I think I'm going to create a video for Twitter. Basically, I think that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Ta-ta now. Time for me to go. i got lots of things to do, lots of places to go, people to see, people to do. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, wait till you hear next week. So next week, recordings of Fangirl, hashtag sarcasm. I'll continue talking about NFL. We'll, I'll go over what I thought about the comp, combine. Um, any news or notes? We'll probably be on the Sassy Nation though podcast, but for the recordings of Fangirl, we'll we'll still talk about dating, and relationships, NFL players, and I will mention vibrators. Yes, we will talk about vibrators next Friday. So exciting, right? Okay, and on that note, I'm out of here. Have a wonderful weekend, and I will catch you all next week. Bye, y'all. <laughs>